Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another broadcast night on the Soul of America Radio. Tonight's broadcast is in the ladies' room, featuring J.R., Tiki, and Gwen. Tonight's episode is brought to you by Blog Talk Radio and sponsored by the Soul of America Radio. Comments made on tonight's broadcast do not necessarily reflect the views of Blog Talk Radio, the Soul of America Radio, or its hosts. And now, bringing you the funk in diva style, here's J.R., Tiki, and Gwen. In the ladies' room. Oh, that's cute. 
question this week. Janice, why do you think people are so, I mean, why do you think people just really get into the whole New Year thing? You know, why is it such a celebration, do you think? And what did you do for New Year's, um, Jr.? What did you have for them? Me, I just went to church. Um, that's all I did. Um, I slept church, until about 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. And I went to church that evening from 10 to 12, and we brought it on in. Wow. wow. That's what I usually do But my church this yeah. year. Um, we are in a new facility, and so they opted not to have the uh, New Year's Eve March celebration. 30. So I didn't do I took that upon myself as to mean I could be lazy. Like I said, I drank my hot toddy and said, thank you, Lord, when 2012 came in, kissed my husband on the cheek and went to bed. <laughs> I'll be honest and say that when I when I was going to church, when I was in church, I used to do that too. Though so I used to go to church and bring the new year in, and uh, and in church, you know. Yeah. That's kind of how I've I always you know, my big mama would do that. Yeah, my big mama would do that, and then my mom, you know, my mom, you know, makes it, you know, sure she's not in church, she's at least praying at that midnight hour, you know. Absolutely. Yeah. So what'd you do? So you know, every year. You know, she I, went I out. Made, she went somewhere. And what did you do? Uh, I, did, I did not go out. Lady. Hello. <laughs> I did not go out. I did not. You know, I make it a oh. conscious uh, decision every year to be somewhere, to be doing something specific when the new year okay. comes in. You know, no matter what that thing is, I make a conscious decision about right, what are you going to be doing at the stroke of midnight. And so this year I decided I have this thing about water and the purification of water and, and it just the, the symbolism of water. I love the water. So I decided this year to be in the shower, and that's where I was. And I intended, I intended to be in the shower and pray. But you guys, mm-hmm. you know, something happened. I didn't, I, you know, I started out, you know, our Father, which art in heaven, and honestly, what I started this litany of, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, and I just couldn't stop. You know what I'm That's saying? The Holy Ghost. So, Holy <laughs> so it's probably safe to say I got happy in the shower. Yes, okay. Yes. That's what I was doing at midnight. <laughs> well, all right. Right. <laughs> So that's what I was doing every night. So I had those well, glad, days, you know. We're glad you didn't start dancing back. because that shower can be kind of slippery. Right. You know, your praise dance shower, on. You know, look, I got that towel shower and I was here by myself, so no dancing going on, trust. <laughs> I have to be careful. So, you know, I had so much to be thankful for. So, you know, I reached my 40th. You know, I lived through that and, you know, just another year. So it, it's just been an awesome life, really. And so I'm oh. now on the brink of a new business venture that, you know, hopefully I can come out of the private sector and, you know, own my financial situation. So I'm so thankful, guys. I, You know, it was wonderful. That would be great, Tiki. That is oh, great. yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm working on that. It's been, it's been a lot of hard work, a lot of dedication, but, you know, I'm getting there. But other than that, now after that, I came out and went to sleep. But the the, the celebrating commenced the next day. <laughs> <laughs> now that you know, <laughs> let's let's be clear. I got around to the right. celebrating. <laughs> I got around. You did to do that. a little resting to get to the celebrating. 
Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but let me tell y'all, so I got to share this with you guys because I know, you know, the last week we did a rerun show, right? So I, I really have to share you with this story with you guys. Last year, not this past Thanksgiving, but last year Thanksgiving, my sister in Georgia gave me three bottles of Evan Williams eggnog, right? So this mm-hmm. eggnog has liquor in it. So she, so the, the liquor has been in my house, and it's a year old, you know, so it's, you know, just kind of been sitting. So I got up Christmas morning and decided um, that eggnog for breakfast was a good idea because it has oh. egg and it has milk. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Bill Cosby. <laughs> All the makings of an omelet. Right, right, right. Yeah. So in a glass. You know, glass. that Friday <laughs> the Friday before Christmas I had put it in the refrigerator so it was nice and cold because I remember, you know, when she first gave it to me, she was like, Make sure you chill it before you drink it. So I took it out, I shook it up real good, I poured me a nice glass. You know, like you had an orange juice glass for breakfast, the nice tall glass uh-huh. but not too much. Pour Ooh. me one of those. Put me a little uh, nutmeg and cinnamon on, like for garnish on top, and I tasted it. I'm like, you know, because I really don't care for the taste of alcohol. So I tell, I was like, oh, this is nice, right? So I go back in my room, I cross my legs and read me a book, and I'm sipping on this stuff. So, so at some point after the glass was empty, I decided it was a good idea to stay. I don't know what I was about to go do, but I started to stand up, and you know, the room just wasn't right. <laughs> I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> so, yeah, you know, I, I, yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, wait, that's, 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 a little, um, that's a little much right there. So I was like, I'm going to lay down for a minute, you know, to kind of let the fix, you know, go away. Okay. Why, when yeah. I woke up, it was dark outside? Oh, <gasps> my God. All day. <laughs> Eggnog. Breakfast of champions. Yeah. I had eggnog for breakfast, y'all. And when I, you know, it get dark like it started getting dark like four thirty, five o'clock. So when I, you know, I'm I'm saying to myself, am I, you know, how you can rationalize when you're drunk, you know, you know, the light coming through the window, I ain't gonna sleep that long, I can't sleep during the day, all that. Right. When right. I woke up, it was dark. <laughs> My phone oh, was ringing. Omg. I was like, only I would sleep through Christmas. <laughs> Oh. Honey, only I would sleep through Christmas. That's yeah. hilarious. <sighs> Such is life. Such is life. Oh yeah. So I've had a happy. I had a merry Christmas and a, the happiest of New Year's. So I like it. Well, I tell you what's gonna make me happy, and that's this coming Wednesday. Well, actually tomorrow. Let me just whisper this. My husband goes back to work. Yay! <laughs> And my kids go back to school on Wednesday. Hallelujah. That means yeah, I have to hold it myself now. again. Oh, oh my so ready goodness. for it. That girl said, I enjoyed them, but school. now you know. You ain't got to go to school or work, but you got to get the hell out of here, okay? <laughs> Lord. Now, you know, that's some honesty for your butt right there. <laughs> How's it going? I loved them while they was here, but it's time to go. I know that's that. Look, that you've had too much togetherness. <laughs> you know what to say. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> too much. Too much. Wow. Yes, ma'am. 
When do the kids go back to school in Selma, Denise? They're going back Wednesday as well, but I have to take my oldest son back to um, college over at ASU. So um, he's going to be out of here on the first thing smoking Tuesday evening. Uh And uh, everybody else will continue to stay. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> I got six mm-hmm. more years. Oh, oh. <laughs> how many? Six. Yeah, how many years? Six of hard labor every day, in and out, in my face. You know, everybody, they say, well, you know, it never ends, and I know that, but I just want to, you know, I just want to break. Get out of my face. Oh, no, I, I Anyways, uh, I hear cue music, so we, I guess we better go to a break. Yeah, when we come back, we're going to talk about it. Have black men lost interest in black women? Let's see what's up. Let's see what's up. We'll be right back in the ladies' room on the Soap of America Radio. And they say... We ain't got no soul. Yeah, right. Are you kidding me? Tonight, you're hanging out in the ladies' room. But show up tomorrow night at Tuesday at 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time and hang out with the fellas. Totally and two. Those awesome brothers host a show called Totally Taboo. You don't want to miss it. How about Thursday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Central Time, come hang out with the man himself, Dr. Bo, also known as Big Easy, as he helps you foster healthy relationships. Education and more right here on Solar. Bold and sexy talk radio. This is the Soul of America Radio. And now, we take you by the hand and guide you back into the ladies' room. I treat this like my thesis. Well written topic broken down into pieces. I introduce and produce words so confused. This abuse how I juice up this beat like I'm do. Two people, both people like I'm Gemini. I'd rather send me on if I Jimmy on this block. I can pop it. You can't stop it. Drop it. Your whole crew microscopic like particles while I make international articles and on the cover. Don't discuss the baby mother business. I've been in this area because you can't tell me I witnessed firsthand it. I'm candid. You can't stand it. Respect demand it and get flown around the planet. Rock hard like granite or steel. People feel. Lauren Hill from the walk to Israel. And this is real. So I keep making the street balance while you look at the president. Go with your son, Salad. You get the money. Get the power. Hi, and we're back. You guys are listening to In the Ladies' Room, Gwen, Janice, and Tiki. We are discussing how black men lost interest in black women. So to call in and speak with us or to make comments about anything that you might hear on tonight's broadcast, please dial 323-784-9638 and press 1. 
So, Gwen and Janice, here we are to talk about it. This is a very, you know, interesting and controversial topic, one that is particularly sensitive to a lot of black women. And it begs the question, you know, have black men really lost interest in black women? So to start, Gwen, do you have... (laughs) Well, do you have any input or any commentary on the subject before we just get started? Well, uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, you all, and as well as some of the listeners, may not know that. <clears throat> excuse me, I'm a former armor, but army brat, and so I basically grew up all over this country. And um, when it comes to uh, black men uh, losing interest in black women. I don't know if it's actually that. I mean, I saw a lot of mixed relationships um, when you know when my father was in the military. I mean, it was commonplace. That's really. I mean, even now, when I uh, visit um, these areas, um, that's what you see. And I don't know. And, and they're not all. You know. Caucasian women. I mean, they could be mixed ethnicity, um, but they're not black. And so right. uh, it's always been something that's been in my face. Um, and here, the last, uh, I guess, 20 years or so, I've been living in the South. And so, it's, of course, you know, it's always been here too, but it seems to be more prevalent. Um, as the years go by, so you know it does it, it does raise eyebrows. I mean, are they losing interest in us? Why are you seeing more and more of that? And then you have celebrities and uh, uh, people with not- notoriety and ballers and all of those people with more money than you can shake a stick at, and, and you see the brothers, and that's all they want. So of course, you know, we want to, you know, what's up, right? So, you guys, as you know, like I do with any show that we have, I do research, and not only online, but I look at books and I ask people for their input in my personal life, you know, um, various friends, and in this particular case, male friends, um, ask about this topic, you know, to kind of give me your feedback, what do you think, what is your perception and the the answers were varied. Um, my findings were varied. Uh, Gwen, I think what me and you discussed earlier, there's a place um, that we were able to find called Topics.com that had posed a similar question uh, that to what we have on tonight's show. And I want to share with our listeners just uh, a bit of the responses on those sites, um, the, some of the feedback that was left by men concerning the topic. Uh, One of them, and I quote, I won't say black men have lost interest in black women, as you put it. Black men have always lusted after non-black women because these women for centuries were off limits to black men. It's almost like the lure of the forbidden fruit. However, Mm -hmm. non-white women and other nationalities of women are simply more accessible. Many black men have fed into America's image of beauty, which is anything light, bright, and if you're lucky, full-blown white. They don't realize 
That by mating over and over with these kinds of women, they're endangering their own race, and many probably do not care. So that was one guy's um, feedback on it. Another. Well, see, I I, personally that kind of offends me because I'm light, bright, damn near white. And um, you know, that see that's the that's the thing that it is for me. I mean, I'm up tonight. You love who you love. You know, you can't really control that. But at the same time, black women come in such an array of colors, so it, it really is not even about color with me, per se. But it's it's like, I think black women get a lot of backlash for the sister girl attitude. You know, the popping of the. The rolling of the eyes oh, yeah. and the popping of the neck, and you know we we are kind of confrontational. We are, yes, yes, yes. We, we, Talk too much, I, big mouth. Yeah, we don't know when to shut up. You know. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, that's on par with another gentleman's statement. Um, I'll just read one more, and then we'll go to a caller. Uh, this gentleman's quote is, and I quote, My dating white chicks are not a political statement. I simply date white chicks because they are much lower maintenance than the black woman. Black women are totally screwed up in the head, at least all the ones wow. I've dated. They have too much baggage and mental hang-ups and insecurities. White women have insecurities too, but they don't take them out on their men like black women do. And black women are way, and that's how he spelled it, (laughs) W-A-A-A-A-Y. Black women are way too materialistic. It wouldn't matter if I told a chick I was a brain surgeon. She wouldn't ask me about my work. She wouldn't ask me about my life or education. Her very next question would be, what kind of car do you drive? Or, wow, you must make a lot of money. When I tell white chicks or chicks of other races what I do, and I'm not a brain surgeon, quote, They ask me about my work or about me. They may think about my money, but they don't ask about it. Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can I can get with that because a lot of women do approach men on that style. <clears throat> Interesting. So as I understand it, guys, we have a caller from 904 that would like to speak or have a yes. comment or question. Yes. I'm here. Hi, ladies. Hello. How are you? Hello. Hi. Welcome to the ladies' room. <laughs> Well, thank you. Um, my, you know, my 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 interpretation on that is, as a black woman that is darkly black, I, I find a sense to what that, they're saying. Especially, the color seems to matter more to our men now. They they do seem to prefer women of lighter complexion. They prefer women under, you know, a certain size. And they're they feel that we're strong, but did they not realize that their mothers and grandmothers were? Right. More probably more stronger, you know, even than we are. So, and right, the, right. the women that raised them and reared them were black, strong black women. So I don't understand mm-hmm. why they want to get away from what has bought them up and you know turned them to the good men that they are. So I That's just I have problems with that. You know, I don't. I mean, if you want to date someone. Because you like them, you you met them, and they're great people. That's one thing. But if you're already going into the relationship saying, "I only want someone that's light. I only want someone that doesn't care about my money." First of all, they haven't met every black woman, so right. you can't sterilize everybody on just a few women that they've met. All black women don't talk like Chiquita Wita. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We can't. Right. They can't Absolutely. do that. We we have way more than that in us. You know we. We've come from a lineage of people that are strong, 
people that have had to do things that some people haven't. So I think that the bottom line for for me, my personal belief is black men need to remember from where they came and go back to where they came. You know what I'm saying? As far as black women and learn to love their black women because our, our black women have now become start, have started feeling as if we're nobody. You know, I mean, our, our mm-hmm. self-esteem is being affected because Absolutely. the men are turning away from us as if we don't have anything to offer the world. So I just think that it's real, this is a very deep conversation. I'm glad you guys chose this um, topic. But it, it really needs, it just needs probably a couple more days, you know, because we need yeah. men on here to tell us, what, what what is it that we're not doing? Is it that we're taking care of your home and your children and making sure you have everything you need? Does that mean too strong? Is the fact right. that we want to know how much money we have in the bank a bad question? Because if I'm handling finances, I need to know. You know, it's, that's right. It's, right. Yeah, we we need some men in on the conversation so we can see what we're what we're you know maybe having some miscommunication, and that might be part Absolutely. of what's going on. But yeah, that's, there's a problem. <laughs> there's a problem. That is. That is awesome. Thank you so much for the comment. Oh, we you. you know, that thank you for sharing that. And and you're you're absolutely right. And you know what, there are um act there are people that agree with you and, and I actually do. Um, to just share a very positive comment from uh some feedback from one of the brothers that we got. He said, Black women are the sexiest and strongest women in the world. They are queens and should be treated as such. Some sisters tend to have attitudes, but overall they are cut above the rest. I'm not racist, and I would accept the fact that either of my children married outside of their race. For me, I wanted a black woman, and I have the best in the world. We haven't give up, given up on you, ladies. We love you. So that's Aww. that's pretty oh, cool. That's sweet. Yeah. Right. Thank you. We need more of that. Lots more of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but. Thank you so much. I understand that we Thank have you. another caller. Please continue to listen, and we will and just let our producer know if you would like to come back on and have another comment. So, as I understand it, we have someone named Mr. Solutions. Yes. <laughs> we need to talk to him. Right. Can we have yes. Mr. Solutions, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Hi, how are you doing? Hi, welcome to the ladies' room. Hi, how are you? Yeah, thank you. I, I hope we can uh, really approach this from a truth and, and logic base because I think the evidence will prove itself. Sure, we could be uh, overly optimistic, but I think it's time now, and I recite black men that are in the uh, $50,000 and above uh, uh, income range, and also those black men who are uh, aspiring uh, to that particular uh, income level. I don't think, uh, based on experience, observation, and accurate input uh, from other men and watching the women. Now, there are a few black women that this doesn't apply to, and, of course, I'm talking, to black, I'm talking about black women raised in America or who have adopted the Western-slash-American uh, attitude. It is totally impossible to have a relationship with these women. And I suggest a complete separation because they're not relational. You can't talk to them. Uh, They are not about uh, really, um, uh, you know, 
connecting with a guy on a mature level. It's all superficial. It is it is all about nothing. And that is the reason it's not happening. The women are the ones that are controlling the relationship landscape, not the men. Now, you have a lot of overly optimistic men, and by the way, most of them are single, and the black women aren't choosing them. There are a lot of guys on blog talk. They're always here on blog talk. Uh, I'm here myself. That's the reason I know. But I would suggest that black men, and it's not just white women. Uh, there are Asian women. There are Hispanic women. There are women of other origins who do have better relational uh, skills and outlooks than American black women. American black women are basically about com uh, combat. They're about competition with their man, fighting, this crazy strong will that doesn't promote a healthy relationship. And um, I think the black Look community... Solutions. Can I, before you continue, can I ask you a question? Proceed. What, in your opinion, is the reason for the attitudes of these women that you're describing? What do you think causes that? What do you think? Have you given any uh, real thought or consciousness to why they're that way, or do you care? Oh, sure, sure. I, I, I care. Otherwise, I wouldn't be calling. Of course I care. Yeah, a number of things have given rise to it. Uh, number one, uh, the, the white man offers the black woman an economic pittance, as it were, that the black man cannot offer her. In other words, a black woman can have a child, and she's provided with housing, she's provided with food, medical, you know, medical care, and, and so on and so forth. So black men don't have the economic wherewithal to do this. And they look at that, and that means something. Also, the laws favor women. They favor women with respect to custody. Uh, they favor women with respect to employment. So, you know, th there are some perceived benefits that the uh, black woman receives from the white society, and that's to keep her in a tailspin, in a downward spiral, so that she will fight with her man more than collaborate with her man. So my position is, now, Neely Fuller, I was listening to him. You can pull him up on YouTube, and he made an interesting point, which is very, very much parallel to my point, and he said that black people, because of racism, white supremacy, shouldn't even, uh, should avoid each other unless they have a plan. Unless they have a plan to interact, they should, they should stay away from each other. But my position really? is, go ahead, what? I was saying, really? Go ahead. I'm listening. Uh, because all it ends up in is fighting. Now, normally, women, black women do not want to hear what black men have to say. If it's in any way critical, that's the reason the only guys that can get into them are, are the jerks, the guys who are very superficial. But if you're telling a black woman something that will help her understand you better, and relate to you, she doesn't want to hear it. In fact, when you hear black women say, well, there are no black men, but yet they're rejecting black men for, quote, unquote, being too nice. I was on the uh, air with a woman the other night on another show, and the, guy, the host asked her, he says, well, what do you mean the guy was too nice? She said, well, everything I wanted to do, he agreed with me. And he says, how is that a problem? <laughs> I'm sorry right. for laughing, but 
that is just absolutely counterintuitive. And so well, I want to give is, you. I want to give Mr. Solutions. I want to give you some food for thought. The spirit of brokenness in black women comes from somewhere. Um, and there is a book I want to invite you and our listening audience to read. It's available on Amazon.com, and it's called Why Black Men Love White Women. And the author in this book attempts to share a history of why this relationship has come about. And just to offer you and our listeners a bit of background, so we've listened to your dialogue about what you think the problem might be. So let me offer you something else to think about. Throughout American history, the white male and the black female have had an open sexual relationship, not consensual by any means. It was born out of rape, humility, and control. During slavery, and I, you know, I, I have to say now that most people don't want to go back that far. They don't want to talk about that. But let's talk about it. During slavery, whites introduced the house slaves to white ways minimal education, and non-consensual sexual relations. So I want to pause here to think, to, to invite you to think about the fact that black women in the history of this country uh, really did not have any control of their sexual experiences. They had right. their Right. I, I have another comment. I, I would like to hang out with you a little bit. Uh, I have a closing second. comment, however you direct your program. I want to respond to you. Okay. And I will let yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. Okay. And, and see, this is so, another. And go I will ahead. let what? you. There's a delay done. here, so you, you, it, it's, I can't hear. Go ahead. What, what did you say? Okay. So I'm not done, but I will let you speak, okay? No, go ahead. I'll listen to you until you finish and then uh, allow me to respond to you. So in in the the consciousness or the subconsciousness of black women, black women that has, in our history, come from situations that were born out of things beyond their control, we need to consider, our listeners need to consider, that in the psychological mindset of black women today, we can look at or think or perceive the black men of having failed us in the way that white men or men in power or who were considered our masters were able to come into our homes and rape us at will, and our men stood by and allowed it to happen. There was no, they, whether they felt powerless to do anything or not, they didn't do anything. So in a black woman's or a woman's period, in her mind and her way of thinking was, I am not being protected. I'm not being cared for. I'm not being taken care of. My man has no power. He can do nothing but stand there and let these atrocities be visited upon me. So written in our DNA, our collective consciousness, with it's men and women, we have a combative attitude towards each other anyway. And for you to promote or to think about this, separation or this divisive um, commentary about you don't want to deal with them or you can't deal with them, I think is wholly destructive. Please continue with your comments. 
Yeah, thank you. And, and you know, I, I think the dialogue here is good. But first of all, the black woman has to be reasonable. Now, if she needs to get into counseling, I, I'm about <laughs> resolving problems, not allowing them to extend uh, beyond uh, reality. If the black woman has some unrealistic uh, expectations, and I don't, th first of all, if, if what you say is true, she needs to understand that the black man was being abused also. And he didn't have any means to, quote, unquote, protect her. Both of them were being abused. However, I don't think that's the issue with most black women. I think most black women are just without principles with regard to wow. uh, dating and relating. Uh, because in their work life, they operate according to what we call a PD or position description. They, they follow orders very well in the workplace. And so the position is, 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 now I appreciate the way you're listening now, which is highly unusual, by the way, because black women are usually cutting black, they're usually cutting black men off. They're just not willing to be partners, to cooperate. So I would say if a black woman has the problems that you, that you have just enunciated, she should get herself into counseling uh, straight away and get that resolved and stop living in that situation to where she's screwing up things, not just for herself, but for also any prospective mates. Now, would you agree with that? And then I have uh, one, one other um, uh, finishing point on that. Uh, would you agree that she should get herself in counseling to address the issues that you say that she's having? No. I don't think that the issues that you described are driven in, in a way that counseling would help. It's far deeper than that. It comes from a lot of factors, background, how you were raised, what your value systems are, and morality. But that the issue is not hers alone. Black men have their issues, and they need to deal with them. And well, no, 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 I, I understand no, no, that, no. what I'm what no, I'm saying is, if I may, the, the women that the, the situation that you just described so eloquently, if the black woman has doubts about abandonment and so on and so forth, the black man couldn't protect her. That's what I was addressing that you stated. Then she should get herself into counseling to come to grips with that so that she can resolve it. And if you don't agree that she should get in counseling, what do you uh what do you suggest as a remedy? I don't agree that I don't think counseling is the solution because I don't think that a lot of women are aware that this is the issue or this is the underlying issue or this is something that is in the collective subconscious of black men and women. And please understand when you say that she should get her some counseling, I was not insinuating that this is a problem for the woman. This is always this is also a man's problem, the black man's problem. And if you are by nature a leader and you want to lead and you want to be the head, the head of the household, the head of the situation and you want to lead, then engage. Right. Well, when, first leader, of all, when you I have to know how to follow. So engage, engage the black woman. If you if your problem is with her, the the black woman is the cradle of your life. The black woman gave you life. That is something you ought to want to help heal. 
Well, right, so but that was my mother. That's not this. the other black woman no, no, no. that I'm fixing contact with. So those, those women, let me just rectify something right here. We the women that men we can meet that are not their mothers and are not their relatives, they should be civil toward those women just like those women should be civil toward them. But their mother sacrificed for them. These other women have not. And may and okay, may we're, we're going hey, we're going to take a, we're going to take a break. And yeah, we'll so it's not Can you same. hold on, caller? Sure. Ladies, this is Chris. It's a pleasure announcing for you, right here on SOAR. You're in the ladies' room on the Soul of America Radio. If you're listening to the show by phone and want to make a comment, press 1 to speak to the host. Otherwise, you can call in if you're listening on the internet at 323-784-9638 and then you can press 1 if you want to speak to the host. And now, back to the show. I did a lot of the commentary with Mr. Solutions. So I want to 
offer Janice and Gwen an opportunity now to provide feedback or comments about what he had to say. Jay, are you there? Are we back on? <laughs> I'm here. Okay. What did you have to say, Gwen? Well, you know, I tend to agree with you. Um, I'm really not sure what part of the country Mr. Solutions lives in or what black women he's been dealing with, but the black women that I know um, are confrontational when it's necessary. You know, we know how to uh, hold the conversation, how to allow you to talk, uh, you know, speak your mind, your opinion. Um, But, you know, some of that stuff, Mr. Solution was saying, I just do not agree with, um, you know, the black woman, the black woman, the black woman. Um, as you were saying, the black man also plays a part in that, and then so does the, so does uh, the, the mass media. You know, they play a yeah. part in hyping that up. You know, he said we should separate. Somebody thinks that we should separate. Another person on Blog Talk said that black people should separate the, the man and the woman. Right? What the heck? Are you trying? You know, is that distinguishing? You're going to uh, get rid of the black race altogether? I mean, I, right. I just don't agree with that at all. Well, and, and and on my side of the street, I, I don't agree with Mr. Solutions with the uh, fact that uh, the black mother or the single mother, she's waiting on the system. She wants the system to, to do all of these things for her. I mean, that's a benefit of being in this country uh, when you fall upon hard times. But realistically, most black women I know, they want their man to do that with them. You know, they 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 want to be married. They want to be in a committed relationship. They really do. And preferably with a black man, but uh with the percentages going like they are, hey, a lot of them are starting to look in other places as well, so. I know we have someone holding from 917 and we're going to get to you one in one moment. Um we see you there. We're going to bring you on. I do know that Mr. Solutions still had a closing comment that he wanted to make, and we want to invite him back to do so. So are you there? Oh, yes, yes, thank you. Uh, What I would like to have done, because I do believe in um, uh, overt uh, evidence, is to have men call in, quality men call in, uh, and tell you why they are not with a black woman. Um, I I met a black woman recently, about a couple of weeks ago, and she had dealt with other men, usually men, I'm going to call them men on the extreme. And these men had treated her quite badly. I'm going to say they had used her pretty much just as a sperm receptacle. But when a quality man stepped up and was willing to meet her, and I even had a conversation with her friend, and they had like more than a combination that one, all these hoops a man had to jump through in order to be with her. And any man of quality would say to hell with that. You're dysfunctional. So my position is, I think, one that is that have, has derived out of, like I say, objectivity, uh, both interviewing women, and I'm a relationship troubleshooter, by the way, uh, because the women, black women are not satisfied with black men, And then when you say the quality black men who want a black woman but cannot find one, or when they do find one, there are all these reasons that the black woman will not uh, relate to him. I'm saying that it's obvious. There needs to be this separation. 
let uh, for a generation or so, let the black woman get herself together, and if she will, and determine what she's going to do. But in the meantime, let these men have relationships with women, and there are plenty of other women. There are Hispanic women, there are Asian women, and there are some white women. I'm not speaking of just white women. And, and there are some women from other cultures, many other cultures, even Africa itself who could have a great relationship. But a lot of these men, including myself, have been bumping our head up against the wall with women who are, uh, who are just totally uh, uncommittal, uh, who, whom you cannot have a relationship with. And I would say this to you guys. It would be good if you would be honest. I don't know if you guys have sons or not. But you need to hear what some men are saying to you. Men are not just lying to you. Men are telling you the truth. And most black women are not good girlfriend and good wife material. And that's the reason that they are single. Thank well, you, we certainly thank you for your comment. That was not a solution, but thank you for calling. And we're going to move on now. Thank you so much. And I'm sorry that a black woman hurt you. Okay, do we have 917 on? Yes, we do. That joker said separate for a generation. Hello. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did. Okay, Hi. do we have 917? Yes, He's on. Hi, going? welcome to the ladies' room. What is your comment? Well, my comment is I, I tend impartially to agree with uh, the person uh, male call regarding uh, the sisters. Uh, I, too, have dated sisters and I'm now currently dating out of the race. Um, there are vast differences between them, and because of these differences, I tend to levitate to women outside of the black culture. Is that because her, okay. you think their attitude is better than black women's? <sighs> it's hard to explain. Um, attitudes do play a part. They're quite impulsive. They always want to pick a fight. Um, I've dated other women who just don't want to do anything around the house. I said there are other women who don't want to get a job and instead want me to take care of them. So a lot of things come into play, but when you go outside of the race, it seems that these points don't seem to exist anymore. So you, you jump on the yellow brick road once you leave outside of the African-American race. I mean, it's, it's well, smooth sailing. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying it's a yellow brick road, but just like anyone else, we're all human. If it's better on the other side of the fence, would you not tend to stay on the other side of the fence? I see. Wow. I mean, be That's honest for with thought. yourself. That is certainly food for thought. Thank you so much for the comment. We have um, just a list of me of callers holding, so I'm not rushing you, but thank you for sharing. Um, do we have 404 on the line? We have a – hello, caller, are you – Hello? Are you referring to Hi. Me? Yes, I am. Hi, this is this is Covina Man, calling from California. Oh, hi, Covina Man. How are you? Oh, oh, fine. I'm I'm on the air. I know I was on the air. Um, yeah, I you know I I would I was on the road agreeing with Mr. Solutions until he came up with the solution of of uh, taking that generation away from black women. I don't think that's the solution. I think yeah. I think that's the opposite of the solution actually. Uh, I, I think that you know, I, you know, I fit that category that he was asking men over fifty thousand, you know, whatever. And uh, you know, my experience with 
black women have been more on the negative side. But, you know, I, I'm one of the brothers that when I was younger, I listened to what black women said that they wanted. They wanted a man, you know, that was a, had an income, education, and so on and so forth. And they had a babies out of wedlock and so on and so forth. And that's what I became, at, came, became as an adult. And the problem is once I became an adult, I found out that's not what black women actually chose. What they actually chose was something else. It's like they chose a type of person that was not the type of person that they verbalized that that's what they wanted. So I became the type of man that they verbalized, and that type of man that they verbalized is generally the type of man is more preferred by women of different races. Now, I don't see that as a solution. I see that as a distraction. I can quite easily have quality relationships with women of different races. I choose to wait till I find a black woman that has her mind right. Now, I've been waiting for a while, but, you know, I haven't been uh, not occupied. I've, I, I have strayed and, and had a relationship with, with women of other races, but I, that's not what I'm selling for. I'm waiting for a black woman who has her stuff together, her mind together, and and then I'm ready to settle down. And, and you know, my... I, I usually have done a test of a women that say I meet a black woman and I uh, want to talk to her. I, I will page her, give her a call or whatever, and see how long it takes her to, to, to call me back. And at the same time, I will call one of the, you know, Hispanic or, I, I don't date white women, but a Hispanic woman that, uh, <laughs> that, I, that, I, that I also, you know, hang around with her. And I'll, I'll text them at the same time, and I'll see which one hits me back first. And it, and I know that if I if the black woman hits me back that she's she's serious, and so you know I have to put some women on hold. I have to put them like, look, I have to tell them that you know you're not communicating effectively with me as far as for me trying to build something because I, I, if I'm I want to get with you, I want to try to build something. I want to have quality conversations, and and that's what that becomes a difficult part. And I don't want to just keep rambling, but I'm just saying that uh, that I understand where he's going, but the solution it should never be not for us not to seek the black woman. A black woman is the answer. Black family is the answer. That's where we got to go. Amen. Thank you, know, you. Thank you so much. Okay, when we um, I'm, I think we have time before another break to get 404. Is 404 holding? Hello. Yeah. Hi, welcome to the ladies' room. Thank you. Hi, ladies. This is the Olivia. How are you? Hey, we are Olivia. wonderful, the Olivia. How are you? Ooh, honey, come on, we I need am. you, honey. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's all I got to say about tonight's show. What? <laughs> I'm over here. I'm about to pop oh, something what? on the inside. I'm trying to hold on. <laughs> well, honey, let it out. No. Oh. Oh my gosh! Ooh, I have so much I want to say, and I've just—I've been writing notes down, and I, you know, I, this thing right here. I'm—I am, as you know, I'm all about women being empowered. That's my whole thing. I—I I, I believe very firmly that women—we um, need to take our power back first and foremost. So we're—we're we're so busy wondering and being so concerned about what 
you know, the black men are doing, we're not focusing on ourselves. And mm-hmm. and honestly, I I think I had to get really real. I had to get real with myself. I was married, had a really great husband. Uh, I feel responsible for creating that marriage because uh, I I just have a belief that we are all co-creators of all of our experiences. Black Mm -hmm. men create the experiences they have. Black women create the experiences they have. So we can sit here and point fingers back and forth all day and night, but we're still not addressing the core issues of being the co-creators of what we have in front of us. So if a brother has a black woman in front of her uh, in front of him that is loaded with stink is partially because uh-huh. he is also loaded with stink. Amen. And if the woman is sitting there looking at a brother who is loaded with stink, it's also because she too is loaded with stink. You attract to you that which you are. That's right. Well now so you better say that say it one more time. <laughs> you attract to you that which you are. So if you are a brother and you're playing games trying to text one woman and text another one to see which one's going to respond, that's stank to me. So you're going to end up getting yes. women who play games with you. What? I'm just saying. Yeah, you better say that. <laughs> I'm just saying. So let's that get this true. thing real. Let's get this thing, let's get real. As a black woman, and yes, I am black, I had to come to grips with my stank, and that's something that most people in general have a very hard time doing. We would much rather go outside of ourselves and look at, oh, that brother over there with a white woman, or he's with a Latino or an Asian. You know, what's up with that? No, no, baby, focus within yourself. Find out, get real, and see what it is that you are doing to keep creating these stanky relationships. That's right. Okay. So we can talk all night about, well, he this and no, no, it's it's and true enough, like you said, and I really love hearing the word. I think Tiki said uh, collective consciousness, and of course, a lot of it has to do with the whole effects of slavery on us because we're still we're working through this, ladies and gentlemen. That is still in our genetic makeup. What has Absolutely. happened to my great 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 grandmother is still a part of me, and that was right. true. That was a truth. And that's a, that's that I had really the Olivia. That's the thing that I was trying to convey to Mr. Solutions. You know, you didn't I offer mean, a solution. He didn't offer a solution at all. He offered a cop out about why, as a man, a black man, he cannot hang. That's what it mm-hmm. comes down to. You cannot hang. I'm not and intimidated it, it, about a brother being a brother. Be who you are. But if being who you are means that I need to minify to minimize who I am, we oh yeah, we're gonna have a problem. Absolutely. Well and and then I go back, you know, once again I'm all about responsibility and accountability. Why is this sister attracting a man to her who can't hang? What does that really say about the sister? Because mm-hmm. the sister like, look, is really she is really putting out there the energy that, hey, look, I am all about this. This is what I'm about. And we all have seen couples who are together. I hear the music, right? Right. <laughs> so we're going to take a break right here. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to take a break right here. When we come back, we have a deal of you. We want you to stay on hold. And we have other callers, and we're going to talk about this some more. Good stuff. Good stuff.
The Soul of America Radio wishes to take this opportunity to give thanks to the loyal listeners that have supported us within the last six months of broadcast. Our listener base and our loyal listeners have really grown, and we are tremendously pleased at the number of responses that we're getting here. We want to thank you because without you, it's not possible. The best in soulful talk radio is what we want to provide to you. If you're not in the chat room right now, you don't know what you're missing. Join us at the soulofamericaradio.com. That's www.soulofamericaradio.com. Scroll down and follow the instructions to listen online. You're listening to America's one and only Soulful Talk Radio at 323-784-9638. Press 1 to speak with the host. From coast to coast, east to west, this is the Soul of America Radio. successful, a lot of them see a part of their success 
as being with a white woman, and that is part of the subconsciousness of a lot of um, mm-hmm. of a lot of African American men. That's just still out there. And then, secondly, when you when you do have a lot of African American men who are successful, uh, and, and I'm talking about people who are super successful, who have millions and millions of dollars, a lot of times those people are around handlers and managers that don't put them in an environment where they have an opportunity to uh, be in or meet a variety of educated, successful black women that they could have a potential to mate with. Most times when African-American men become successful, they end up in a world where there are opportunities to meet African-American women that they can have relationships with is very limited. And that is Mm -hmm. their problem and also the problem of the people that, that manage them. And and the other thing that I wanted to say, which is uh which is a big concern and it has to do something with what Mr. Solutions was talking about because I do think that there is a character truth in some of the things that he was saying. And that is in the African American community, if you look at the number of not just black women, but the number of black women and black men or children who are being raised in households where there's a single parent, a lot of people in our community do not have or are not raised up in a household where they have modeled for them what a successful marriage or what a successful relationship looks like. And so, and that is, you know, that's one of the biggest decisions that you make in your lifetime is who you're going to marry. And if you have two people who come from a home and they have never had that modeled for them, I do think that there is some uh, basis in what Mr. Solutions was saying about the fact that not just women, but but women and men in general need to have some kind of counseling if they know that they were not raised up in an environment where they had a mother and a father at home who could model what a successful relationship looks like. Wow. You know, you yeah, had to be real me. careful. I had to listen closely, Levi, to what you were saying you agreed with. I had to hold my breath for a second because if you were about to agree to some crazy stuff for the first time in our existence together, it was about to be on. Look, I was about to give validity to everything Mr. Solution said by going off. You know, <laughs> I was about to make all of that valid, Levi. So good, good save there. We're going to... We're going to agree to the counseling because it was right. about to be on. <laughs> Levi and the Olivia, I want to invite you guys to hold. I have a caller holding on 845. I wanted to invite you guys to stay for a second uh, for this conversation. So uh, can we bring 845 out, please? Good evening. Erico, 845, are you there? Hi. Yes, good evening, ladies. How are you doing today? We're great. How are you? Welcome Hi. to the ladies' room. I'm doing quite well. Interesting topic. I love the topic tonight, and I thought I'd call and uh, and throw in my two cents if I can. Oh, please do. Okay. Um, I've dated. I, I've, I'm a black man. I've dated various different uh, cultures, women from different cultures. Um, it seems. Well, just to touch on the earlier caller, he said the grass is green on the other side. I believe. Um, I believe in the same motto. If it's better with somebody else, let's say, why not stay there? If you had a bad experience, 
with a certain woman from a certain race or whatever, multi-women, whatever, would you not stay with the one that really makes you feel better? And is it wrong if you date outside your race? You know what, I don't think it's wrong to date outside your race, and someone else can can jump in here if you'd like. I just want to offer this thought. I think that you should love who you love, no matter what race, nationality, whatever that looks like. I think you should love is love. If that's someone that you love, follow your heart, do that. I think this discussion is about actively um, going outside of your race with the purpose of shunning the one that you're in. And tr- instead of trying to make that relationship or that coexistence healthy and whole, that you actively seek for other reasons, whether you don't want to deal with women in your race or you can't handle such a relationship uh, or you're not strong enough uh, to handle a relationship with someone in your own race and you actively go outside of that race with the purpose of shunning your own race, I think that is what gives rise to a problem. Uh, so if anyone else on the panel would like to speak to that, please do. No, I, I agree with that. Okay. Yeah, me too. So, so I, I think I think that's basically. I think that's what we're addressing here tonight. We're not, um, you know, this is not about being down on. Black men for dating white women We're trying to find out You know has that interest changed And why You know I had a conversation with someone earlier today That offered this statement He said that In his opinion You know when you, when you If the collective whole of entertainers Sports figures Successful um, men or Upper level income men If you took all of those men Uh, that choose to have relationships with white women or to date outside of the race, they still only represent a small percentage of black men. That, In his opinion, by and large, black men still prefer black women. So what we're seeing in the media and what's being promoted as, uh, you know, the standard or what's really happening is not happening at all. What we're seeing is very small, a small percentage of successful people, for whatever reasons, uh, Levi offered an opinion about why that might be happening, that we're seeing this trend. And it's, and it's steeped in a lot of different reasons, a lot of different mm-hmm. reasons. So, so I offer that as, you know, just to say, you know, we are ta- what we're discussing here now is, is really about finding out what that breakdown in that relationship is about. Do we still have the Olivia? Yes. Am I? Is she still on? Yeah. I'm. I. Yeah. Can you hear me? Sure. Okay. I can hear yeah. you now. My apologies. Yeah. Yeah. I. I. Uh, I agree. I. I would say that the majority of, uh, of black men are open and willing and and have just as much love for black women as we do for black men. I do believe that there is a small percentage of black men for whatever reason, and a lot of times it may have something to do with a, a small degree of self-rejection that they just don't know how to deal with. So they they go to try to fill some part of themselves up with um, what they think is the you know the creme de la creme, which is something that we've been conditioned to think is a, a uh, you know Caucasian woman. 
that's you know I, I would agree. I think that number is small. I don't know if it's rising. Um, I do tend to see a lot of brothers with other minority women quite a bit, especially here mm-hmm. in Atlanta where I am. And and at the end of the day, you know, like you said, if it's love based, okay, cool. But if people, if brothers are going out, or women, or anyone is going out to target a race outside of their own specifically uh, because they have shown their own uh, or um, I guess um, kind of put away their own race because some bad experience they've had, that is an issue. That that to me is an issue within that person. Right, right. So we're gonna uh we're gonna take another caller. As I understand it, we have um I'm sorry, I thought I heard the music. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> My apologies. Um I think that we have two oh two holding. Hello. Or was that two oh two what we just did? No, this Hello two oh two. Hey. Yes, can you hear us? Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah, we can yeah. hear you now. Oh, okay. Yeah, this is two. How everybody doing? Hi, good. good. Welcome to the good. ladies' hey. room. Good, good, good. Um, let me let me say this. I think everything that was said tonight. First, this is a great show. Um, this is a show, and this is a topic that's been needing to be discussed for a very, very long time. Um, everything that was said tonight, everybody was right. Everybody. <laughs> what Tiki said, perfectly right on point. What what Dia Levin said, off the hook, right on point about individuality, all of that. Uh, with the brother, uh, no solutions. What he said, uh, <laughs> everything was right on point up until he talked about separating from black women. Let, let me let me say this. Uh, Let's make it very clear. There is nothing more of a possession. There is nothing more intimate. There is nothing more sexual. There is nothing more better for your betterment than a black woman. Let's get that very clear. All right. Uh, you know, let's not get into, you know, all of this discussion about different shades and white and damn near and all this other. Look. Every cup of coffee, every flavor of coffee is delicious. Okay, so let's let's just say that. So it don't matter whether you ranging from uh, vanilla all the way up to uh, purple black, it's a beautiful thing. Okay, <laughs> so let's get that very clear. So let's get all that out the way. Sisters, let me help you. Okay, please stop. Let's bring it into the millennium. All of this about the white woman being the prize thing, why is it that black men go to white women? It ain't white no more. It's Asian. So let me help you and bring you up to the top. You know, it's Asian. It ain't white. So when you make that statement, you, you, you give yourself up. You, you're a little Asian. So it's, it's Asian. <laughs> so let's make that very clear. Okay, then, you know, Bottom line, all of these uh, history, all this history and all of that, as Dr. Jackson said, all this historicity is a great thing. All of that is great. And like I said, everything is true. But first and foremost, it's irrelevant to the question that you're asking. When you're asking the question, you're asking why is it 
that Tuke made it, and he's sitting on this train with this Asian woman. Why is it you're not talking about slavery? And all of those things come into play as to why I am where I am. I like what D. Olivia said about me having my hang-ups. Exactly. I got them hang-ups. And being that I've taken this vow of Christianity, this and that, I acknowledge those hang-ups, and they still there. That's why I'm going to need a sister to be with me because I'm going to need somebody that's going to give me something back sometimes. But nonetheless, knows how to stay in her lane at the end of the conversation because she has utmost respect for her husband. I say that to say this because at the end of the day, the reason why you're seeing this, and I don't, I don't want y'all to lose light of, of what y'all are doing, but when we ask questions like this, part of the problem is brothers don't get involved because you don't want to hear the answer. And the truth mm-hmm. of the answer is you don't have to agree with it. It's just you asking the question as to why, first, ain't no such thing as all black men doing something. There's no such thing of all of anything. So the percentage of black men that are doing this and that you run into, this is why it's happening. It's happening because the black, the everyday black man has a battle on a daily basis in society, and he fights enough in the world. I fight enough, mm-hmm. and yeah. I'm tired of coming home, and as I put my key in the door, I'm thinking, what is it going to be today? I just had enough with I'm out here and these white folks can beat me up and and they done beat me up and, and they treated me like I'm got a I'm a monkey with a tail between my legs while I'm getting on the train. They wanna push me in the back of the bus and this is two thousand twelve. You know, everything else that's going on when I get home, I wanna be treated as a king. Period. Right. And all women used to do that. Do do y'all ever notice that Big Mama and them don't you know, they never had this discussion. You never heard that? Because what society has pressed, and this is where Brother Solutions was, was on point about, is Western culture and Western civilization has, once again, has pushed our women in a position of, girl, go empower yourself. You don't need no man. And all of a sudden, no, you do need a man. You know, yeah. we, you, you need a man. You know, we need a woman. We all need, we all need each other. But, you know, when, when we go in, in those directions, and Big Mama and them never had that problem. Why is that? Because Big Mama and them realized, and they went and they took care of their man, that, look, all this stuff about men being no good, it's been that way since the beginning of time. You've had good men, you've had bad men. you got good women, you've got bad women. We ain't talking, we're not inventing the wheel here. That's been going on forever. But what you did hear from Big Mom and them back in the day was things like, baby, don't go looking for issues because you'll find what you're looking for. Because they knew how to rub him on the head when he came in and treat him like a king and sent him back out the door. And he went out there with the best interest of the family. And he couldn't wait, and he stayed at home. That's primarily why we venture another way. Let me invite you to step down off your soapbox for a minute. And share this with you. I didn't hear my big mama talk about these things because at during the time of my big mama's life, it was illegal for her husband to even look in the direction of a white woman or other. So they didn't have this problem because society took care of that problem for them. It was against the law. Okay? So let's talk, stop talking about what big mama and them may have had a discussion about. 
because we're living in a different time, in a different era, a different society. Right. So Big Mama's husband that, uh, couldn't right. look at white women. So that wasn't a problem for Big Mama and them. Well, so it's a problem I, now. So two generations later, this is a problem because our black men are running around wanting forbidden fruit and trying to make it our problem. So I've heard the things that have been shared here tonight, and by and large I agree with a lot of it. But make no mistake, it's not wholly and fully true. A lot of it is steeped in BS, by and large, when black men, black men are copying out and jumping ship because they can. Because hanging or trying to hang in there and make it work and make work on things that make one another whole is too much of an effort for them. Too much work. So please leave Big Mama out of this because Big Mama's husband would have been strung up in a tree had he looked outside of his race. <laughs> Amen. Well, so they, I, I just wanted to add, women back in that time frame, they normally didn't work outside of the home. If they did, they did a little light domestic work. But uh, the stresses weren't as prevalent in the workplace like they are, whereas both adults are working outside of the home. And it's no, you know, the woman's traditionally now not just sitting at home waiting for her man to come home, you know, doing needlepoint and, and all this other stuff. So she's out stressing too. So, you know, she might need you to come in and, and run a bath and rub some feet. Oh, yes. <laughs> Well, that Tuke got on the soapbox. I, you know, I've had to warn Tuke about coming in the ladies' room, standing <laughs> on that soapbox, sounding like he really want to be in the pool pit. We're gonna have to discuss that offline again. Wait till I call in to totally taboo tomorrow night. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> issues, issues, issues. I want to remind our listeners that you know, on this show, like, hey, any other, we are reasonable adults. And I am an advocate, and I know these ladies that are in the ladies' room with me, they're intelligent um, women, and they advocate the same thing. Love who you love. But we acknowledge that this is a topic that needed to be discussed. We acknowledge that there is a sickness between in the relationship that exists between black men and women. We acknowledge that. And we all need to own it. Black men need to own it and black women need to own it. But whenever the discussion comes up, whenever you want to offer your thought or input about it, let's remain aware of your responsibility to the relationship. I own my individual responsibility to my relationships. I love black men, period. There's something so awesomely sexy about them. I I own mine. And I'm willing to engage in a relationship with a black well, man, I'm, I'm, even if I have to work on it. Would well, you I'm, agree? I'm willing to trade up. <laughs> trade up to what? I'm going to do like them. I want to I wanna be upgraded. I want to get upgraded, doggone it. Upgrade me. <laughs> okay, guys, you're a mess. Look, we have uh, Cam holding. She's a, uh, Camilla, are you there? I've been here. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't want me to talk. God, tell him. I, I can't believe here. that you're there. 
the hair minute. The hair minute. I know I sound like a I sound like Barry White, but yeah. um, <laughs> they had me in the chat room, and uh, I, I had to call y'all and let y'all know what this one guy said that almost made me lose my religion. He said, uh, he said, Asian, as many times as I have been to China, I cannot, he spelled it right, but he tried to say find a black Asian, but I can find them here, just a thought. Now, this is right here is what really made me start sweating. He Why? said, I, I didn't ask him, because um, oh. I'm sick and I didn't want my pressure to go up. He said, um, um, if you want to find a professional black woman, oh, of course, if you want to find a professional woman, go to. Let me let me get this right, y'all. He he was on. He said something about you can find him at a book club meeting. Yeah, yeah. Pull that up, Tiki. I, I I'm so nervous. Yeah, he, I can't even a, work him out. Look, he's, look, he's in there pleading his case right now. He said, "Hey, Cam, that was a joke." Oh, <laughs> I'm just glad he made that clear because he, he just had me all boogered up, as my grandmama would say. But the thing that I wanted to say, uh, but we had some great dialogue in the chat room. Uh, the thing that I wanted to, I had to agree with what Tuke was saying, that um, we have some great black men out there, and we have some great black women out there. It's all about choice. Now, my choice is a black man. Uh, it's, it's all about what you want. It's all about your flavor. I like hazelnut flavor in my coffee. My mama likes French vanilla. It's all about what you like. But when it when when the if the thing decides to go sour, don't blame uh, the coffee because you wanted hazelnut. Blame yourself because you chose hazelnut. You know what I'm saying? Don't start cussing the coffee out. Oh, you so and so so and so. You so black. You so ugly. You picked up that hazelnut flavor and pulled it in there. You could have got French yeah. vanilla. You could have okay. just got regular coffee, mate. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> so I think that we all make choices. You know, I'm not upset with the brother because he decides that he wants to date a white woman. That's what he wants to do. But That's my true. choice is, is black men. I feel that black men are strong, yet they can be weak when they need to be. I feel that black men are good providers. This came from me watching my grandfather. This came from me watching my grandfather take care of not just his children, but his grandchildren, his great-grandchildren. So what you see, you become a product of in my house. So I learned from him. Now, I wanted, I had some, some brothers, they told me they were going to call in, but I think after y'all was going off, they got scared. But uh, <laughs> that's how... That's, that's just how I feel. We had some other brothers um, in the in the thing talking about Big Mama's husband and two women on the other side and another set of children. We did see a lot of that going on. Make but sure one thing is. that I yeah, one thing that I did uh, notice in that situation, those men took care of those other children. Wow. 
But hi, we would like to apologize um, to our other callers that we did not get to. We want to invite you to come back and listen in to the show um, next week. And tune in to the men's show, Totally Taboo, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock, same time. Next week on this show, we will be talking about the mad black woman was eating us. That's next week's show. And thank you all so much for listening in. <laughs>